Well, hello there, people. It's D. Welcome to the Under Review Show. It is the aftermath, the Tuesday episode where we look back at what happened and try to figure it out. We're changing things up this week, though. I, I have some people that want to be my friend. I normally just do this by myself and, uh, and just stumble along aimlessly. But no, alas, no more. We have friends. Uh, we have two guys, Eric Rosenthal and Sean Pfeiffer, are joining us. And they're going to hang out every single week. And they're going to rip with me on all of the, uh, of the stuff that happened in sports betting over the weekend. I can't wait to do this. Of course, um, this show is brought to you by the great people at betonline.ag. They give us the odds. They allow us to make the bets. Uh, they keep the lights on over here. So go check them out. Um, you can uh, get in on the football season with a 50% signing bonus by using the promo code REVIEW uh, just for uh, depositing uh, your first time. If you want to get in and bet on some of the amazing crap that we talk about here on the show. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. I think I already said that. Go to theunderreviewshow.com. Listen to us there. Um, things get better. Hang tight. Welcome to Under Review. All right, party people. Here we go. It's, uh, it's the new edition of the aftermath on the Under Review Show. Everybody knows every Tuesday we go back through our bank accounts on our wallets and we shake out our pockets on our pants and we look on the couch and we, and we decide and assess how good or bad we did during the weekend of sports betting. And now it's, it's time for me to, to leave the nest and not go solo anymore. It's time for me to grow as not only a person but as a podcast host and bring on some people that share the sensibilities that I and you share about sports betting and that we can't live without it and we don't want to live in a world where we can't do it. I would like uh, to welcome to the show um, my two new guest hosts that will be hanging out on the aftermath Talking a little bit about how good or bad we have done every single week. Um, first off, uh, Mr. Eric Rosenthal. Welcome to the Under Review Show, sir. I could not be more hyped. Gambling on football is the greatest thing that God ever invented, and I cannot wait to talk about it every freaking Tuesday with you. Oh my God, that's so great. <laughs> this is good. We just become best friends. And uh, on, the other, on the other side of the other mic, Rafone. Um, we've got the Fife dog himself, Mr. Sean Pfeiffer. Welcome to the aftermath on the under review show, sir. It is great to be here, D. We, uh, we have a lot to talk about. Week one was, was an interesting week. We had some things that we saw coming, some things that we might not have seen coming. And I'm just excited to do this show with you guys every week. It's going to be a blast. I absolutely love it. Well, um, the first segment of the show, folks, and we're going to talk a bit of news and we're going to rant about some things. But there's really only one thing, guys, that's going to that's that's on everyone's mind. And we had a good week one in football and we're going to talk about betting on week two in football in the second half. Um, but there's something we really have to get in on. And um, you've got you each have a minute and a half. Um, Eric, tell me just, I need you to give me an elevator cell. I'm an, I'm an old guy. I've been living inside of uh, a train um, car for the last 
month and a half and I meet you on the elevator on the 50th floor. We're going down. Explain to me what happened with Antonio Brown in a minute and a half, please, over the last week and a half. I think I need an hour and a half to explain to you Antonio Brown, but <laughs> he went completely insane is what happened. And maybe, and maybe this is all Bill Belichick pulling the strings from behind the scenes the whole time. But we saw Antonio Brown wiretap his coach. We saw Antonio <laughs> Brown threaten to punch his GM in the face. We had him call. We had Antonio Brown call his GM a cracker. We had Vontez Perfect be the voice of reason, holding Antonio Brown back. I'm sure I'm forgetting like eight other things, tweeting crazy things on social media, putting out YouTube videos, um, and threatening to quit, getting thirty, getting a huge fine, posting things on Instagram, and then eventually leading to him being cut by the Raiders, signing with, of course, everyone predicted it, everyone knew it was going to happen, signing with the New England Patriots to help Tom Brady win another freaking Super Bowl so all of us other fans of every other team in the league can be pissed off and mad that Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, and the Patriots get freaking Antonio Brown in his prime for absolutely nothing. And that's well, kind of the summary of Antonio Brown. That was great. I feel like I got out in the lobby of that elevator kind of knowing full well what happened in the last week and a half. Fife, you're up, Sean. <laughs> um, now, now you have your minute and a half to, uh, to, tell, to, to tell us your opinion on how Antonio Brown could possibly ever integrate into any team, let alone the Patriots. Is it good? Is it bad? Um, what is it? Yeah, I mean, I would say that it's more good than bad, and, and it's hard to say that, but the reality of the situation is you have arguably the best receiver in the league, top three, going to a team that... Well, they already had a lot of weapons, and they, they they showed that this last weekend, winning thirty three to three against the Steelers, in a laugher. I mean, it, they're getting a player that is. I mean, this isn't fair. This is in in looking at it from a fan's perspective, right? You're seeing this situation play out, seeing the writing on the wall, and knowing, looking into that proverbial crystal ball that is sports betting, knowing what is the future to to come for this New England's Patriots offense with Antonio Brown on it. Uh, there's no argument that how he went about everything was the wrong way, but he wound up in a Patriots uniform. And that's going to be something that we're going to have to keep a really close eye on every single week and seeing how these lines shift. And we're already looking at that week one, week two. Very good. Very good. You, you are, you were, you were, you, do you think it'd be good or bad though? What do you think? Is it a good thing or a bad thing? A, from fans think, or from Patriots side, side of things? I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing for, for the Patriots. I think it's a good thing for Antonio Brown's career. Uh, and I think that it's, well, I think overall it's a good thing for everybody that isn't a Raiders fan and a Steelers fan. Okay. Do any of you guys think that there was some sort of divine conspiracy working here? Because there is a narrative out there by <laughs> mostly Pittsburgh Steelers fans and maybe a few of the Jets fans, um, but it's... It, you know, there can't be too many layers of complexity um, in the conspiracy for them. But the, the, there is some sort of a line that people are towing out there that says this was like f the 4D chess model. Uh, Eric, you have any opinion on whether this was actually some sort of orchestrated, you know, because Pittsburgh didn't want to send him to, to New England, that they managed to orchestrate this secretly behind the scenes. Are they that good and smart? Is, is it that big of a there deal? There is no... There is no doubt in my mind that's exactly what happened. Stop Antonio it. Antonio Brown Stop would not it. 
Jesus. He wouldn't throw $30 million in the trash, $30 million guaranteed in the trash, without definite knowledge of what was coming. And his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, knew the whole time what the Patriots were going to offer, how that deal was going to work. Remember, he, he quit on the, the Bills when they were going trade, trade to trade him to Buffalo for like eight minutes. When, remember when that happened? He quit on them. He knew what was going to happen. No one throws $30 million in the trash. Someone would have gotten in front of him being like, Antonio, don't do this. Don't do these things, even if he didn't want to hear it. His agent, somebody would have said something. But they all kept quiet. They all let him wiretap his football coach, let him threaten to punch the GM, let him do all these things. Where if he was going to really lose $30 million, ain't no way it was going to happen. Bill Belichick, Patriots, they all knew the entire time. What a coincidence. Tony Brown still gets a legitimate amount of money. He's going to increase his value for next year after he has a great season with the Patriots. They knew the whole time. He knew the whole time. And nobody can change my mind on that. Wow. Okay. Well, I know, Sean, you're, you're not of that opinion. Please, please, counterpoint. Yeah, I mean, really, my thing is this. I get it, and I do think that obviously he got over to the to the Raiders organization and realized, like, eh, there's probably a reason why this team has only had one winning season over the last 15 years. And, and I get that, and I understand that, and I do think that there was some merit to maybe making this thing come to fruition sooner than, than later, but I, I cannot get behind the, consti- the conspiracy here. I just can't do it. I, I think that... This was genuinely a situation where the player was disgruntled. Whatever caused the player to get disgruntled, obviously we saw all of the different factors of that in Oakland. We saw a lot of those same factors in Pittsburgh. It just didn't work out. And I'm having a hard time believing, and maybe this is just me seeing the good in organizations and in people, having a hard time believing that this was all orchestrated so that he would wind up in a Patriots uniform uh, call me crazy. I'm just having a hard time wrapping my head around that. Hey, I think I'm in your camp here. But at the same time, there's a few things that, you know, are evident that we, that we do know. And on, uh, on Eric, on your side of the argument, I mean, there was an offer that existed when Pittsburgh was trying to deal Antonio Brown. They just didn't want to deal with it and send him over to a rival that they hate so much. But it, on paper, they like I guess theoretically they kind of knew that what an offer looked like from the Patriots that existed in the in the ethos. So you know people say the turnaround time was too quick, but they already had it. They'd already pitched it and said this is this is the deal we can do. Um, that being said, um, like are they is, is I don't think they're that smart. I don't think you're that. Like there's too many moving parts that needed to there's happen. There's no here. way. This right? is like you don't no think this is like flat earth. This is the flat earth conspiracy. Too many people had to do the thing and stay cool yeah. with it for it to like work so perfectly well this way. I I totally think that like I mean, he he the helmet thing was weird enough that I was like, "Oh, he's trying to quit this team." And then but I don't think I don't think he's smart enough. Like that was a really dumb sort of way to do it. It was like, what are you doing, man? Like you can't just leave. Like, so, so I just don't think they, they have like the, the aptitude to pull this off in a conspiracy. I think it's exactly what it is. And it's just like, it, it all just steamrolled because he's, he's, he's bananas. He's, he's bonkers. And he went bonkers. And then all of a sudden the Pats were like, Hey, we got this deal here. Remember this? And they're like, okay, deal. I don't know. That's my opinion on it. I think it's yeah, like... Absolutely. So Eric's under, under the camp that this was all organized chaos. This was all just something that was bound to happen. 
And, Eric? and that Rosenthal was like a diabolical mastermind behind it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, he hey, was, man, I can't, I, I wouldn't bet against that. Uh, it, well, uh, it's simple. <laughs> you need Drew Rosenthal to get one word from the Patriots saying, get him cut, we'll sign him. And then Rosenhaus tells Brown, just get yourself cut. That's all that had to be said. There hadn't, didn't need to be like <laughs> so, Belichick calling him up, telling him what to do every single day. Just those three things had to happen. So like his leverage was gone. So Brown just goes, Brown goes, got it, Drew. I'm going to call my coach a cracker and I'm going to try to tell him I'm going to punch him in the face. He could have just like, I don't know. He could have just done something, you know, he was like, no, I got this. Don't know. A little bit less extreme. Right. Right. I mean, just like, so the guy goes, okay, Drew. Yeah, no problem. I'm going to go like, like go streak the field or something. Go get like, go bananas. Like go smoke a, or do a beer bong hit. And I don't know. Like there's a thousand other things you could do, but he definitely, if that's the case, took that so literally and said, Oh, I'm, I'm unequivocally getting myself cut. Yeah. Are you, are you a Seinfeld fan? I, a what? Sorry. Seinfeld fan. Oh yeah. Of course. Seinfeld. Yeah. Great. Remember when George was trying to get fired? <laughs> yes. Can he became came off Yankees, as edgy? The yeah, yeah. He's dragging jersey, dragging the championship the, uh, trophy through the parking lot, eating in Babe Ruth jersey, whatever he's doing. That's the extreme George Costanza went to, and that's the extreme Antonio Brown went to. Okay, not, not a surprise. All right, I, <laughs> I got you. I, you know what? For me, I think it just happened. That's that's where it is. But hey, here's the thing. I digress. We had to cover that because this is a show about betting on things. And, yeah. and uh, that's the news that we wanted to talk about. I mean, there's so many other teams and things we can talk about. But really, we're just going to talk about this because there are things that we can bet on um, in relation to Antonio Brown. So the folks at betonline.ag have, uh, you know, futures and propositions that they put up basically every single day on everything, everything conceivable. And we are now going to make our picks um, for, for Antonio Brown props. And these are mostly our, our season props. So we're not going to know till the end of the season whether this is going to um, come to fruition and you were right about it. But but believe you me, we're going to go back and we are going to go through these and and you will reap and sow um, the rue of the day if you are uh, wrong on any of these. So let's just go through these. Now, once again, these are real things you can bet on at betonline.ag. You can go there right now to the Futures and Props and you can actually bet on this in the NFL uh, regular season section. And uh, I'm going to get your guys' picks on these. And this is this is going to our first segment. I need your picks on on these six props that are coming up. OK, Eric, we're going to start with you. Um, here's the deal. There's another player that is notorious for being cut, albeit for very different reasons on the New England Patriots, um, <laughs> by the name of Josh Gordon. And uh, this is a guy who's been suspended and he's been released and he's been suspended again and again and again. Um, along with him and Antonio Brown, Eric, uh, will who is the first of these two individuals um, that is going to be suspended or cut from the New England Patriots this year? Antonio Brown, plus 250. Josh Gordon, the favorite, or more of a favorite at plus 225, or neither of these individuals is the actual favorite at minus 200. So I love neither. I don't think either of these guys get suspended. I think, again, Antonio Brown's behavior was all orchestrated to get himself out of Oakland. And I think Josh Gordon, there's no shot to get suspended. I, I've been somebody who's been a Josh Gordon fan for a long time, and some criticized Josh Gordon for a very, very long time. Uh, more harshly than anybody else, but I think he's got his life together now in New England. He's going to be fine for this season. I think the only shot's Antonio Brown, but I really think neither 
is a really strong way to go because Randy Moss, Chad Ochocinco, Josh Gordon now is getting his life together in New England. They'll be fine. They'll ride out the season, and neither of them will be cut or suspended by the Pats. Got it. Sean, you're up. Yeah, I mean, Eric, how can you be under this conspiracy theory belief and assume that Antonio Brown's not going to be up to the same antics? I mean, I guess you're you're assuming that he's just going to be happy and everybody's going to hold hands and sing Kumbaya there in, in New England. But that's just it hasn't been the case. It wasn't the case for the Steelers. It, it definitely wasn't the case for the Raiders. And I don't think it's going to be the case for the Pats this year. Ooh. I'm I'm kind of nailing the, the Antonio Brown plus 250 here. I think that this is I think it's a good bet. I really do. Love it. To be um, fair, oh. I, I, I just put my money on someone who threatened to punch his general manager in the face that he wouldn't get suspended. So maybe a little <laughs> riskier than I, yeah. than I said at first. Yeah, that, that seems like a risky minus 200 there, Eric. Once seems again, like a risky. Rosenthal yeah. just has to plant the seed, and Antonio yeah. Brown will steal a monster truck and just go do donuts <laughs> on Bill Belichick's lawn. <laughs> He'll just be like, hey, mix it up a little bit in there. Oh, really? Okay. And then he'll just like show up at, a, at his you know, daughter's graduation ceremony nude or something crazy. Yeah, Here's the deal. I'm going with neither um, because I think that um, you, they're the Borg there. You will be assimilated. Resistance is futile. Once you're in, you, you stay in. And it's North Korea. No information goes in. No information comes out. And these guys will not only toe the line, but we won't even know how they're doing it or what's going on. And it's going to be fine and fantastic. Neither minus 200. Next up, Antonio Brown. Over-under for total touchdowns on the season. It's set at 9.5. Eric, over-under 9.5 touchdowns for Antonio Brown in a 15-game season for him. My favorite bet on the board is under for Antonio Brown on touchdowns. Yeah, I agree. He only gets 15 games. Yep. He only gets 15 games max. That's assuming he doesn't get cut or suspended, which, you know, is definitely possible, even yep. though I bet against it. And then there's injuries uh, that can occur at any time. The Patriots might not have anything to play for in week 16 or 17, especially. And even um, even, even though he's had all those great years in Pittsburgh, his yards have always been there, but he had two years uh that he finished under nine and a half touchdowns in the last six years, even though he was putting up 1,600, 1,700, 1,800 yards a season. So I, I love the under. I think he's got to acclimate himself to the team. Uh, they have so many other weapons with Josh Gordon, uh, Super Bowl MVP Julian Edelman. They run the ball for touchdowns a lot. I just don't really see any way you bet over on Tony Brown touchdowns. That's just buying into the hype. There you go. Sean, you feel the same way on that? Completely agree. I mean, this is by far out of all the Antonio Brown props. This is by far my favorite. And just to go one step further and piggyback off what Eric was just talking about, you look at the receiving touchdowns for the Patriots just one year ago. In 2018, the team leader in touchdowns was James White with seven of them. Obviously, this is a different team. Obviously, there's more talent with Antonio Brown than anybody that was on that receiving core last year. But seven touchdowns. And, and I think it's a product of the system, like he was alluding to. They spread the ball out. Also, the injury risks that Eric beautifully articulated. I get it. Antonio Brown had 15 touchdowns last season. This is a whole different offense. This is a whole different scheme. And you're going to see games where Antonio Brown clearly is the best receiver on the field. But he'll be somewhat of a decoy. 
in a Bill Belichick system. So I, I really, really like the under here. I think this is, I mean, the biggest lock on the entire board. Yeah, and it's really boring that we all agree on that, but that's how the Patriots work. They want him out there because they don't want to throw him touchdowns because it's going to go to um, Rex Burkhead is going to run it in or, or, or there's going to be a wheel route from James White. That's what's going to happen. And, yeah. and that's why he's out there. And, and there's only been a handful of times where there's been an exuberant amount of touchdowns. Gronk, uh, like rookie season, we're going back like 10 years now. And, and then Randy Moss. But and since then, there hasn't been a significant passing or receiving touchdown person on is because they mix it up so much and you're right running is uh is, is how they score points uh let's pick it up here boys um yards eric over under 1100 for antonio brown i'm going under again I, i'm not as confident as the last time um on a touchdown so i think you can you put up huge numbers of yards you know just on one play a couple plays in a game but i like under for the same reasons i like touchdowns under i don't want to waste your time and just i think there's no reason to bet over on any of these props uh, with Antonio Brown. I mean, he can get hurt. He can get suspended. He can get cut. Um, he can be a decoy. Uh, everything has to go right for him to put up uh, over 1,100 yards in a complete 15-game season where the Pats are playing for, for anything week 17. I just don't really see um, that happening. Sean, you're yeah. up. No, I was just going to happen and just, God, this is so boring. No, there there is the a reason to take the over. You guys. And I just want to be on record saying that, but this prop isn't the one to take the over on. I agree this, with you. This one, I'm, I'm smashing the under. So we'll we'll talk about that when we get there. There's just, frankly, there's just not enough yards to go around for this him to get to 1,100. This, so this I, thing I'm taking the under once again. Yeah, me too. It's just it doesn't count. Do. Yeah. I, I get it, and it's uh, it's uh, they're both at minus one fifteen for the under on everything. So it's not like it's not like there's money going anywhere else too. I think we all agree. Let's do it. Let's quickly go uh, eighty five over under eighty five and a half receptions though. Eric, what do you think? He's gonna catch more than eighty five and a half balls. This is the best Oof. chance Oof. for an over. Uh, I think of any of the three, but you have to consider. It when is the, the favorite on the money line. When you get the Patriots get Rob Gronkowski back in like week twelve, that's gonna <laughs> yeah, of course it's gonna you know hurt, hurt his reception total a little bit. Um, this is the one I'd probably stay away from. I could see him going over that. You know they throw him some screens to get creative with him, but I just I, I'm staying away. But um, I think you lean under here or or stay away. All right, and uh, yeah, go you're you're going you're going there, Sean. Where are you going? I'm taking the over here. Ooh, I mean, I, I really do like the go. over. James White, I get it, albeit it was out of the backfield. He had 87 receptions last year. If James White can do it, and Edelman had 74. So just looking back at a season ago, I, I do really think that he's going to get a lot of targets and a lot of catches. Uh, I'm not sure about the other two props, but I feel good about this one. I think the over hits here. Um, I'm going under, but I think 85 is like a good number though. That's the thing I'm yeah. going to be really lame about. It. I think that's like, he'll probably hit about that. I just think there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve. He's not going to start, he's not going to drop, you know, uh, you know, six or 10, like right out the gates probably. And then, uh, where they spread around the ball so much that, uh, yeah, there, there's plenty to go around, but I don't know if he's going to eat more than that. Um, last one, here we go. This is a big one. Okay, guys, this is some reverse jinx. Um, mojo that you need to weigh mm. in on here. Uh, the folks at betonline.ag, they have a prop bet right now that Anto you can bet on if Antonio Brown will be a Super Bowl MVP. So this is some grotesquely disgusting foreshadowing here. This is like a horrible, like a bad thing. If you are a Pats fan, just don't even go look at this. But plus 2,000, if he's a Super Bowl MVP, you can bet that right now. Or no, um, he's not at minus 5,000. Eric, do you have an opinion on that? 
if you bet minus five thousand he won't be Super Bowl MVP, you should be putting you should be arrested. Don't even think about that. <laughs> Antonio Brown could definitely win Super Bowl MVP. We saw a Patriots receiver win Super Bowl MVPs last year. I, uh, Antonio Brown has all the talent in the world. If you go bet minus five thousand, no, you should be arrested. Never allowed to gamble on football again. Uh, but tw- plus two thousand, yes, is definitely a possibility. I- I'm not going to put my money there, but I think it's somewhat realistic. Minus five thousand is just nuts. Sean, talk to me. I mean, listen, D, you hit the nail on the head. If this is going to be a reverse jinx, I'm okay with losing a little bit of money. Hedge my bet. I'm a Texans fan. Obviously, I want the Patriots not to even make it to the Super Bowl. If I could be a part of this reverse jinx, I'll throw some money on the yes here. Uh, And also to that point, let's just call a spade a spade here and and be 100% honest. Tom Brady won the Super Bowl MVP in 2017. Edelman won it last year. If the Patriots get to the Super Bowl and if they win it, I think the odds are Tom Brady's going to pick up another Super Bowl MVP. Uh, he's picked up two now in the last five years. So while I don't love the yes, I completely agree with Eric. Again, you cannot bet on the no. I mean, that's just minus 5,000. What are you doing? Right. Absurdity. Guys, um, we've got to pay some bills real quick. But on the flip side of this, we're going to talk about a triple T's burger. Um, you don't know mm. what that is, but we're going to get into it and you're going to find out. But we've just got to talk to uh, talk to you about our good friends uh, from betonline.ag. Hey, going to take a quick moment there to pay some bills. Got to talk about uh, the good people at betonline.ag. BetOnline, uh, they give us all of our info, um, our odds, all of the... Uh, all the stuff we need to uh, keep this show running here at the Under Review Show. Um, but right now, um, there is a 50% kickoff reload bonus. So you can earn a 50% reload bonus up to 500 bucks in free plays on your next deposit of 50 bucks or more um, for football season by using promo code TD2019. TD2019. Just head to... So if you're already a customer, um, you can get in or get back in on the action for week two. At betonline.ag, just use that uh, promo code TD2019, a 50% reload just for kickoff season. There you go. Go visit them. Helps us out a lot. Now, back to the good stuff on the aftermath on the under review show. Okay, fellas. Uh, good plug there. Thanks to the thanks to the folks at uh, Bet Online. Um, you know what's great great about them is uh, our Thursday show when when Dave Mason from Bet Online comes on and he talks about where money goes and why the money's here and the sharps and the public and the lines and how they moved and uh, that's our Thursday show. The aftermath we just wallow in self pity about how good or bad that we did um, during the week. But Thursday sets us up for it, it's a positive outlook on the on the big week that we're having ahead of us and dave mason from bet online they give us great access to their their info uh like you don't get anywhere else it's actually it's phenomenal so tune in then but now um our last segment we're going to do this every single week on the aftermath and this is we're gluttons for punishment right we just want just just punch us right in the baby maker here and we we set ourselves up to fail every week and we try to be successful at it um this um segment is uh, is going to be our triple Teasburger, um, because who doesn't like burgers? And the triple teaseburger segment here, um, myself, Sean, and Eric will all select one portion of a three-team uh, teaser. And together, we collectively combine our brilliant sports betting minds to hopefully come out on the other end of a $100 bet with millions of dollars. 
Um, so for heading into week two, um, we are going to select three teams. Eric, you are uh, you are first. You're going to select your team. We're doing a seven-point tease. So you've got to pick the matchup, and you're either going to tease, uh, for those you don't know, you're going to tease the underdog uh, up or the... Uh, or the favorite down, and uh, and we're going to set that up to make uh, all of the money in the entire world. But we're going to do this independently um, of each other. And uh, and Eric, you're going to start. What is your first selection matchup and team for the first ever inaugural um, aftermath under review show te- triple cheeseburger extravaganza? Name working name. It's a working title right now. Go for it. I like that you kept kept it short and sweet, but you, you letting me go first, giving me seven points. This is a layup. The easiest teaser on the board. The Kansas City Chiefs are minus seven and a half on bet online. I'm taking that down from seven and a half to a half point favorite against the Oakland freaking Raiders. I know they beat the Broncos on Monday night. They beat Joe Flacco on the Broncos. Everybody relax. They don't have Antonio Brown. They they came together as a team after, you know, one for one win on Monday night football. But now they have a short week. They still don't have Antonio Brown. They still don't have that him as a weapon. And they have to play the freaking Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, the reigning MVP, who looked just as brilliant as ever. And I know Tyreek Hill's out. They dropped 40 on the vaunted Jacksonville Jaguars defense. This is the easiest bet on the board. Teasing the Raiders against the Chiefs from 7.5 and a half-point favorite. Thank you. I won't be the reason this thing loses. One of you two might. But they are going to win. Mm. The Raiders lock it up. Damn. Shots fired, huh? All right, Sean, here up. You're up, buddy. Five. Give, give us the give us the goods here. Where? What is your segment of of the cheeseburger? Yeah, I mean, this one. I, I I really thought the way that Eric was setting this up, he was about to steal my team and steal my thunder here because I think that this is the biggest, easiest lock of the entire weekend. The Texans, for those that didn't see last night, they gave the Saints fits, and they were playing in New Orleans, where New Orleans hardly ever loses in their dome. Uh, they they really went the distance, obviously, last-second field goal, and they, they ended up losing the game. This week, they're going to be facing the Jacksonville Jaguars without Nick Foles. I, and going home, by the way, and I think that's important to note. The tease on this one is, is betting it down from 8.5 to 1.5, and, and I really don't see any world that we live in where the Texans don't cover two points. Eric, you said that it's not going to be because of of you. I really don't think it's going to be because of me either. I feel really confident in this take. I think the Texans cover really easily here. Okay, that's that's beautiful. That's beautiful. A couple of easy ones, a couple of gimmies there. Um, how about this one for you? The New England Patriots right now are 18.5-point road favorites over the Miami Dolphins. Are you guys familiar with how the New England Patriots play in Miami at all, are you? They, they, they struggle. They my, lose some of these games. My father is, is one of the biggest New England Patriots fans on planet Earth, and he, he remembers the day and moment where he was when Tom Brady's worst game ever happened. And statistically, you wouldn't know unless you followed it, but way back in 2004, he went on the road. He'll just never, ever, ever let it go. He'll never, ever take a moment to forget that. It makes him sick to his stomach. Even last year, the Miami Miracle. This is how crazy the mojo down there is. That game basically cost 
the New England Patriots the number one seed overall. They still won the Super Bowl, and Miami lost about eight places in the draft because of that stupid play at the end of the game. Everybody criticizes it and says, it was like the, the worst thing for Miami to ever do, but it didn't matter as long as they beat the Patriots there. That was their Super Bowl. Um, 18 and a half points is a lot of freaking points in, in sports betting. We know this. That's insane. I'm teasing it down. I'm teasing the Pats down because, yeah, they're, they're probably going to win and they're probably going to win running. But I can't, I can't trust that many points. I know they're going to they're gonna crush them because Miami's, you know, they're, they're jumping ship right now. Nobody's doing anything. They, they all want to leave. It's a mayhem. Um, here's the deal. Whether Flores, who is an ex, you know, defensive coach for New England Patriots, thinks he can do something here, he can't. He's not going to keep this within 12. And that's the yeah. point I'm making. And so that's what we're going to tease together, my friends, okay? And if we bet our $100 on that sucker there, well, we're gonna, I'm going to place the bet. We're gonna, we, we are going to win a, not a lot of money, um, actually. <laughs> so that, <laughs> we're not going to win very much money here. But if the Pats go 11 and a half, the Texans one and a half, and, and the Chiefs, um, our 100 bucks will pay us 135 bucks back, guys. Plus our original bet. What do you think of that? We're over double uh, our money. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's, I was going to say, you're doubling up on what I think is almost a guarantee. This bet so, is going in right now. Watch this. Boom. On betonline.eg, we have placed the wager. We can potentially win $135. All have to come through. Here is the deal, though, guys. Um, this is going to be an interactive, experiential, um, triple teaseburger every single week. If you, the listener, of which I'm sure there are millions... Believe in us. Believe in me, Eric and Sean on the Aftermath and the Under Review Show. If you feel us, you know, like you feel Jimmy. If you can feel us and you place a bet on betonline.ag with this same triple teaseburger, so that's teasing down New England 7, Houston 7, and Kansas City 7, and you package that together, um, and it doesn't win. Because we are so confident that it's going to. If it does not win, um, we will we will um, happily select five of you randomly to receive a twenty five dollar free play. Whoa! Win. Yeah. Think okay. About that, hey? okay. So if you go out and you place this and you think you're gonna you're gonna follow our lead, Pats twelve and a half, eleven and a half. Pardon me. Texans minus one and a half, and then we 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 grab we grab the old Chiefs at at minus half a point. If you do that. And, uh, and you send us a screenshot to betonline.ag, we will, uh, we'll, we'll cover five of you randomly. Not all of you, but we'll find five of you, and that's how, that's how confident we feel about this, that we feel that the five random users, if you place it and it doesn't win, will cover you. What do you think about that, fellas? I love it. I, think that's, I love it. I think that's nice, but it, it doesn't do them any good because they're going to win their bet, so who cares? That's it, right? That's what it's all about here, guys. The aftermath will continue next Tuesday, and uh, and we will dissect the triple cheeseburger. Um, we'll go through it, and we'll make sure uh, we know what happened, if anything indeed happened. Um, if we win or loss, um, someone's gonna might eat crow. We might all celebrate and have a happy dance. Who knows what we'll do? Um, hey, uh, Eric Rosenthal, thank you so much for doing this, my friend. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I'm excited for our triple cheeseburger. Excited to cover the, the NFL, the aftermath with you and Sean all year. And uh, it, was, it was a ton of fun. And uh, Sean Pfeiffer, uh, a pleasure, my friend. Always a pleasure. Can't wait to jump back on next Tuesday. And 
well, a lot of Tuesdays thereafter. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun season. Hopefully, you guys enjoy the triple cheeseburger. Yeah, man, I already enjoyed it. In fact, if the fun that you had just listening to it wasn't enough, there's something wrong with you, man. Uh, I'm D. That's it for this week of the Under Review Show. That's been the aftermath. Join us Thursday. From with Dave Mason from betonline.ag and we're going to go through week two in the NFL. We're going to go through all of the college football big games and top 25. We're going to talk about where the money's going, uh, who's putting it where, why and what and who and how. Uh, Dave joins us. Uh, tune into that one. You'll you'll not get any better betting inter- information anywhere else. Uh, thanks for doing this. Subscribe on the iTunes machine. Um, that'd be great. Or find us at theunderreviewshow.com. I'm D. Adios, muchachos.